0: Yeah, we can talk about some dead Daddy Pool. Who wants to talk?
1: I'm Desmond. I'm drinking. I'm I'm Deadman. Got a mouthful of cracker
0: there. Welcome, (laughs) welcome to the Nerd Tastic Podcast.
2: I'm. I'm (laughs) gonna talk the whole first part like this. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Welcome to the Nerd Tastic Podcast.
0: Yeah, let's do this.
2: It's going to span comics, movies, TV, games, anime, whatever we can throw out there. We're going to throw out there. It's a constant
1: battle. This one is a nerd fight.
0: Just it's like the all
1: the time, You guys know I'm very easily entertained.
0: Put your tray tables up and your seats in the full upright position, and get ready for the Nerdtastic Podcast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, welcome yeah. welcome yeah. to a right, it, very professional of, they uh, uh,
0: free. very professional welcome to our very professional podcast the nerdtastic podcast it,
1: yeah it, that is not sponsored by malto no definitely not
0: definitely not
1: or the opposite of whatever
2: sponsors are we had a sponsor our sponsor was audible they still technically sponsor the show but um Turns out, like, none of our fan base can read an audiobook even. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> no one was interested in audiobooks.
0: Use Audible, no. damn it. Use our code. What was our code?
3: <laughs>
0: something. Nerd. That nerd, was it. Nerd. <laughs> nerd. Ta- fun, audible.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. it. We just Googled it for us. We'll, read we're a book.
3: <laughs> read. No, listen I'll, to a
2: book. Uh, we'll put it in the description or something. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> go through a lot of a uh, lot of emails to find that.
0: <laughs> but today we're not talking about books. We are talking about Deadpool. Oh yeah, we saw the second
2: one. Yeah, we
0: we went we we saw the second one. It was it was pretty good. This is kabooof kabooofy. That's pretty your... pretty good. Got some shooting. Got some funny things.
3: Yeah. It was alright. What was funny
1: is before the movie started, there was on at the theater that I was at. There was a um kind of like a public service announcement type thing that was kind of like you know, you know, regulate your movie experience, whatever. And like had all these words on the screen, and they had like this box, and it was like you know, language, you know, uh, sexual content. Violence, death, all this other kind of stuff, and they're, you know, and it was like this family, and they're like putting things in a box, like to represent, like, okay, this might not be the things we want, or something like that. And I'm just like, this movie has all of that. I like, it's so
3: gonna have all of that stuff. Don't I know.
1: I'm
2: care. Like, where would you go see this movie at? Nineteen.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was movie- like a generic. It was like a generic PSA type thing. You know, like how the generic announcement is for, like, you know, the cell phone, turn your cell phone off. Yeah. All that kind of crap. You know, and uh so it was like that, but it was it was just funny because I I just I, and I even said it out loud. I was like, well, this movie's gonna have all that. So <laughs>
2: <Nice>. <laughs> talking during the movie, Kern.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I was talking during the PSA, whatever you want to call it. Pre- how long?
2: How long are previews. the previews in California? Are they are they the same uh, as here? Because
1: I get like twenty five minutes.
0: Yeah, we got a long previews.
1: Um, I don't think they were that long. Um, I don't I, recall what they were. I know Venom was one of them, uh Solo was another. Um I, I I don't remember what the other, but I want to say there was about maybe uh five previews. So they may have been about maybe fifteen minutes Man. or something like that. I don't think there were twenty-five. I didn't get uh, solo
0: yeah, I didn't get solo or venom. I got like oh just
2: coming uh oh. Something else.
0: I got Ant-Man and the Wasp.
1: Yeah, I got Ant-Man and the Wasp. Got that one.
0: I'm trying to remember. I can't even remember what the other ones were, but none of them were very interesting. Uh, One of them was uh, The Spy Who Dumped Me. That actually looks pretty funny.
2: We got Solo, the Muppet movie thing. Yeah.
0: There's a Muppet movie?
1: yeah a, dude an adult an R-rated Muppets. it's, it's basically like it's basically like team america for on the muppet thing but like way
2: worse it, it,
1: it has melissa mccarthy in it okay
2: Oh,
0: okay yeah. is it like avenue q
2: the one it is i don't know you know how i know it's bad because it, it was there and i was like oh no it's like someone actually gave me money to make a movie like <laughs> that's some ridiculous like that I knew it was going to be bad because it's like, oh, this is like something I would have written. The jokes are way too long. <laughs> they go on forever. And then there's just like gratuitous things. I was like, no, why?
3: I did why not get that UK? preview. It's,
2: a funny, it's funny as an idea, as a pitch, as a skit. It's not funny as an actual thing. It's
0: like a whole thing.
2: Yeah, I know. <sighs> we'll get to it. There's a, there's a part in Deadpool that reminded me of it. So anyway.
0: I can't even remember what the other previews were. I definitely remember Ant Man and I remember the spy who dumped me because it looked really funny. But those were the only ones I could remember right offhand.
2: Oh we had the Purge Origins or Oh whatever. yeah,
0: I got that. I saw that one, but I don't, yeah, I I don't care one. about that. So.
2: And what was the other one? There was another horror movie that actually looked good.
0: Mm. Anyway.
2: Yeah, I don't recall. Anyway. We got to we got to the real movie.
0: Yeah, Deadpool Two. Yeah. So can we give our, our spoiler free reviews or do we want to just hop into it just
2: give it a rating or something i I want to spoil
0: oh let's see i would say out of rating out of a 10 um i would give it i don't remember what i gave the first deadpool but i liked this one better so yeah i like this one better than the first one not like by a lot like i i didn't think that it trampled it but i think that i enjoyed it a bit better so i would give it like 0.5 of whatever i gave the other one so if the other one i gave an eight i would give this one an 8.5 but i can't remember what i gave the last one so i'm just gonna say (laughs) 8.5
1: yeah i i think i gave deadpool last time um i think i probably gave it a 10 or something like that or a nine out of 10 Mm -hmm. more than likely um but um i was i was a little bit uh different on on in regards to Rose, I actually, I liked it, but I didn't like it as much as the first one. Okay. Um, there were certain things in there I liked more than the first one, but I think that's just because of how the story went, which we'll get into a little later. But, um, uh, yeah, as far as overall, I don't think it did bad, I, and I'm still going to give it an 8 out of a 10, but um, it's... Uh, it, I don't think it was and maybe it was just the hype going into Deadpool, you know, and now we've already had a taste of it. So now Deadpool 2 coming out. Maybe there was something like that. I don't know. But um but yeah, uh eight out of ten for me.
2: Uh yeah, I, I'm agreeing, Kern. I uh didn't like it as much as I liked the first one. I don't know. Mm maybe like a seven point five. I think it's like a like a B minus,
3: maybe.
2: Yeah. Maybe a B. Maybe a B. No plus or minus, just a B.
0: Just a B. Not B yeah. negative, like my blood type.
2: Oh. Okay. Don't be negative. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it was a. It was a movie that's a. I don't know what. I don't know why I, I didn't. There. I agree, Kurt. And there's just parts that I liked better and parts that I did not like better.
1: Mm-hmm. So let's. So now that we. We have kind of given our our ratings and everything. We gave our yeah. ratings. Let's just dip off and yeah. So spoilers. Do, do we want it. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, go see this shit. Um. Do we do do we have an arc up? Do we want to keep with the arc? Uh, well, let's let's try to. Okay.
0: Let's just wing it.
2: Okay. Because uh, <laughs> it starts with Deadpool dying. Yeah. It does.
0: He talks so, about Wolverine dying in his room, yeah,
2: which is one of the parts I didn't. I didn't mind it. I just felt like that was probably twice as long as they need to be.
0: <laughs> like the they did the uh, the whole little like music box with him sitting on the, the yeah. spike. And then they also talked about it. Maybe it was a, a joke that went on a little too long. But um, I thought it was pretty funny.
3: Well,
2: I mean, I, I was fine with the general premise of it. It worked. I mean, it was a cool scene. And I think it was very Deadpool. So I'm down with that. yeah. Exactly,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and I was cool with getting the setup. Like I like the fact that they kind of did the show don't tell it, but also explained that he had what he had been doing in the meantime, being a merc fryer,
3: yeah, just
2: being Deadpool and kind of killing bad guys and being trying to be good, but you know, getting dirty.
0: Yeah,
2: right. Uh, getting dirty,
0: killing I, the bad guys.
2: The credits thing. I did not think the credits were clever the second time around.
0: Oh, I love the uh, credits.
2: No, I like. You're talking the, about the intro credits. I like the title sequence. I like the title sequence.
0: Uh huh.
2: Very James Bond. I get oh, yeah. that. Did not like the credits.
0: So okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because I liked the. Um, so I liked it at first. The with the fact that they were like, wait, did you just did they just kill her? Wait, seriously, what the fuck? And then it transitioned into um, what they did the first time with the like. Yeah. This guy is like a selfish fuck or whatever the guy written by one of the guys who killed john wick's dog i was like okay I, i that part was kind of funny but not really like it felt like it was too much playing off of that first joke like at first i was like oh okay so they're kind of playing off the first joke by doing all these jokes about the fact that they just killed vanessa but then they just in the middle jolted went right back to the same joke in the first movie and i was like eh
2: which really tore me up because I actually thought that that was one of the best title sequences in a long right? time.
0: Right? The whole, like, James Bond parody. Yeah, it was well
2: done. Yeah. Because it was still funny, but it was serious enough that it wasn't just humor.
3: Yeah. Like,
2: if you could put that in a serious, that, like, that could have been a part of a James Bond film.
3: hmm
2: Right. None of that had to be comedy. And it was just a title. And I thought it took away.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, let's, let's let's let's... Let's dive up a little bit deeper into that. So, like, you know, it starts out where Deadpool's, you know, killing bad guys and everything like that. Well, it starts out where he, he he's killing he's he's dying himself. And then he said, let's back this up six weeks to bring you up to speed. And then so he's he's killing all these bad guys and everything. And then after, you know, one guy gets away or he goes into a safe room and all that, and he basically tells him, you know, can't hide in there forever. And so the guy takes that like, well, shit, the guy's probably not ever going to give up. And by this time, Deadpool's got a reputation. So he knows Deadpool's not going to give up. And so next thing is Wade is uh, at home. Uh, with this girl, and then the bad dudes basically bust in and ultimately kill her. Yeah. So um, I just, uh I guess he got sloppy and they followed him. I mean, I'm not for sure exactly how they figured out where he was at, but I don't
2: know. I, don't if he know. Has... I, I just thought that that was a little bit sloppy, like the writing on it. Yeah. It made for an interesting setup, and I loved all the 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 in between like limbo scenes that come from mm-hmm. it yeah mm-hmm. my favorite part of the film even in a comedy film but i just thought that uh no could have been better done the writing wise like acting wise action wise is fine but
3: mm-hmm.
2: because don't we see that she's a bit of a badass in the first one i have that feeling
0: yeah and we uh, just didn't get real to get to really see any of that because it was so fast and then she was gone
2: yeah, and she and, she, and she
1: has fight control.
2: in her. That's for sure, right? That's what I'm saying. In the first one, like she's standing up to him. She's spunky. All of a sudden, these guys break in, and she's damn just
0: standing his... there. Well, and she didn't. Well, I guess she was hiding underneath the the behind the couch. Well,
1: you he know, did right? say I mean, he did say get down. Maybe I mean, if he... there was
0: something she could have grabbed for, I could have seen that. But I kind of wish they had they had given her something to do. Like, oh, this guy fell, but he's definitely going to get up. She sees a vase and hits him in the head with it. Or something, you know, something like that to kind of give her a little action would have been good.
2: Deadpool doesn't have guns under his couch.
0: Right.
2: There's not some sort of weapon. He ends up using a cheese spreader.
3: So.
0: Yeah, I feel like I would have liked to see that too. Maybe there's, that would be a good extended scene or a deleted scene to see. Um if they had put that some thought of something like that, but yeah, I, I would have liked but to it's see not her, bad. Give her It's
2: just one of those things that makes you go, huh?
0: Yeah, those. It's not like, yeah, it doesn't make make it super bad. It's just like, man, I wish that we had seen a little more of this.
1: I mean, I could, I could, I agree with what you're saying because, like, at this point in their relationship, she knows exactly who he is and exactly what he does. You know, mm-hmm. there's no big secret there. You know, he's out killing freaking bad guys. That's what he's doing. And so, um. At some point, you know, he's – and they're not living – it's not like they're, uh, they're Batman where they've got a bat cave somewhere in a secluded area on an island that nobody can get to. They're staying in an apartment building that's very um, accessible to anybody yeah. for that. you know, And so, yeah, I think it would have been really cool, I agree, that if they would have had some shit that – they got into a fight scene, and and she busted out, you know, a couple of guns. And, you know, maybe she's not the badass at Deadpool, you know, where she's flipping. And, you know, she's not a domino or anything like that where she's doing flips and cartwheels and punching and stuff like that. But, you know, she's shooting, and she's holding her own a little bit. And then if it went to that last deal where right. he was throwing the knives and all that kind of shit, and he says that, I, you know, at least I didn't have to use the cheese spread or whatever it was he said. And then that happened like that. Then that, that would have been... You know, probably a little bit more exciting, and yeah. and so, because yeah, you know, they're 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 staying in an apartment. I mean, he's got to know at some point in time that somebody's going to track him down or figure out where he's at or anything like that. You know, I mean, they didn't show how that happened, but you got to figure that that's going to happen. You know, staying in just a just a normal apartment loft like they are,
2: but they decide they're going to have a family, and of course, as me, did anyone else have the feeling that once that was said, bad things were going to happen? Yeah. Oh, Yeah.
1: Definitely well, this, is the, this is the thing too, yeah, is that um you know, later on, and we'll talk about it more, but later on he makes smart ass comments about, you know, foreshadow much or something like that, like talks about foreshadowing, you know, because something was said. And that that was exactly it right there. That was I mean, you knew something was gonna freaking happen. The minute the minute he was all down and she was and she basically said, Let's have a baby.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But anyway, he ends up deciding to kill himself, which of course, cannot happen.
0: Nope. he tried really hard, but it's—he
2: it's... blew himself up, and Colossus put him back together.
0: Yep. <laughs> so he goes back to the the X Men house. Um, so I, I like how he go; those limbo scenes were really cool. I like how he goes there, and she's just kind of you know through the wall there, and she's like, "Your heart's not in the right place." I liked that a lot.
2: Although right. I have to say that they made that one a little too... They made them a little too serious, those uh, scenes, for the film. I like them as pieces together.
0: It, f- like it as did feel a little bit separate, yeah.
2: But they they do, because like when she said, your heart's not in the right place, and he starts getting pulled back through the waves, uh, you know, back to reality, kind of like he's coming out of Inception or whatever there, I really thought that Colossus was going to be holding his heart or somebody was going to have his heart or whatever... And that's a good joke, and they just they just left it, and I was like, oh, that was really hard setup for no punchline.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Especially given how much T.J. Miller is in this goddamn film, so, we, we could have used jokes somewhere else.
0: So the so. heart thing, um, this is really jumping ahead, but um, I guess like we can talk about that when we get to the the end of the movie. So I'll, I'll save this thought to the end of the movie about the right. heart thing. But um, yeah. So he gets to the 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 ex mansion. And uh, there's there's of course the the two that we've seen before. There's the uh, the Colossus and the Negasonic Teenage Warhead, or as Deadpool called her, Negasonic too long of a name. <laughs> and then also her girlfriend Yukiko. Yeah, and He was super cute. Yeah, it's
2: a, it a good running gag. I like that one. Yeah, I wish I, that we had like...
0: seen more of her powers.
2: Yeah, yeah, we got I, a I little wish bit see more of all their
3: powers.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, like, I really wish that we had seen more of Negasonic, Yukiko, and Colossus we got quite a bit of in the fight with uh Juggernaut. But um Yukiko and uh and uh Negasonic, we didn't get a lot from them. And yeah, I, I wanted brilliant. a little more.
1: They they basically were the cleanup crew. They came in at the end. Yeah. But and and that being said, you know, he, he wakes up, he's in the he's in the, the house. And the the one thing that was a little bit of a turn off for me is is kind of like the the beating of a dead horse type thing and it's it's like trying to keep get laughs off this off the same jokes again. And that and like when he keeps commenting on we couldn't you know, Marvel couldn't pony up even just one extra, you know. You know, X-Men or whatever, he, that was kind of a play off of the original one.
0: Yeah, but know? I was I was about to feel the same way, and then they opened the door with all of the X-Men in there. And I was like, oh, okay, I see what you did here.
1: Yeah, and I, <laughs> I thought that was a little hokey, though. So
0: that, <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty great. He's just like, oh, and they shut the door on him. But it was so fast, like, I almost, like, missed it and didn't get to see all of them. And I was like, oh... I don't know, I really liked it.
2: Interesting, but (laughs) I mean at the end of it it's take it or leave it. I don't think it really I mean, it was fun, so I guess I would put it in, but I don't know that it was worth like Kern said because the joke was made already.
0: Yeah.
2: I think without the joke, if it just been visual, it would have been great.
1: Yeah. Again, little nitpicks movie is so good that's where we're at. I I mean, yeah, yeah. and it could have even been something like so it's just you two again. It could have been even something that small, you know, of a of a deal without the big Big explanation again. It was like yeah. almost like like he had to say it again in case there was somebody in the movie theater that didn't see Deadpool one. And one of my favorite things, and I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna dissect a lot of the jokes into being like there was two parts, and one part was right, and one part was wrong. When he when they they talk him into being an X Men because Klaus talks about family and heart, and he has the remembering of what Vanessa told him, and he agrees to go with them. So they go to this Essex school, mm-hmm. and he wears the half shirt. He gets the half jersey. Yeah. The trainee he says trainee on the back and has the X-Men logo on the front and he just puts it over his clothes.
1: And it's like that a it's was, like a football practice jersey is what it is.
2: Yeah, no. Yeah. It was great. The shirt was the shirt was funny enough. I hated the every time he said X-Men someone goes trainee. And I'm yeah. like what is, one that was punch up because it all came off screen. Two yeah. That was the most Mel Brooksian comedic thing <laughs> that could have been done, and it was like, "Oh, you're just not doing it right. You're Mel Brooksing it, yeah. not that's, Mel Brooks."
0: Yeah, that, I, that's the thing. Like, I love Mel Brooks humor, but if you're not in a Mel Brooks movie, it doesn't really right. work.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like when people try to Woody Allen, and I'm like, "Oh no, you're just creepy."
0: Oh no. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel I feel that. Let's that's, that's yeah. I can definitely agree with that. That joke got a little weird. It was funny, like the first time when Negasonic said it. I think she right. was the first one that said it, anyway. And after well, that, just it says was it just on
2: screen. And then it comes up a bunch, and I'm pretty sure it was punch up that these are just things that people say off screen. Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, they, they get to the the crazy the crazy school of We're abusive fire people. Fits.
3: Yeah. Russell. Fire
0: fist slash Russell. The New yeah. Zealand punk <laughs> being ridiculous. I want,
2: I'm, I, well, I understand his his little uh, body image issue. I thought that it was funny and that like it only popped up a few times, and they were like, "We're just going to sidestep that."
0: Yeah, I thought it was. It thought it was interesting. The one, my biggest, I think, my biggest issue with the maybe the movie as a whole um, was this Essex House. So like. If the X-Men... Surely, surely the X-Men know what goes on there. Like, they, they've they obviously knew exactly where to go. I don't know if they knew that because just those... But it's not very far, I guess, from where they're at. I don't know. It didn't really explain where exactly the Essex house was. But Domino was from there. Um, they they hopped right over. Granted, it was the X-Jet, so it could have been, like, across the country. And they it would have been just a hop for them. But, um especially since Domino grew grew up there, I feel like it's not very far from the Xavier Institute because that's in the same area. Um, But it was just really weird that, like, I don't know if the X-Men just couldn't do anything about it, but I feel like if the X-Men knew about a house where uh, they they were abusing young mutants, they would have done something about it.
1: Well, and I don't know that it's if they would have known because I'm I'm sure they were trying to keep it hush hush, um, right? That that they were being mean, you know. It's kind of like the like an old folks home type deal where the you know the guys are being mean to the old people there, and the, but they're perfectly nice to them whenever everybody's around. You know, you mean but, Ben
2: Stiller from Something About Mary? Yeah,
1: yeah. There you go. And um, that's exactly what I was thinking about. And um and so uh the uh. But I'm curious on the level of what Rose is talking about as to why they would be in that kind of a place and maybe not unless it's like unless it's like X-Men are so big that unless you're at a certain level, you can't come hang out at their house. So you got to go to a boarding school or a foster home or whatever. Some
2: of it is some of it, too, is don't forget these are children. And we see this in the comics a lot that their parents are ashamed of them.
0: So they so send them somewhere.
2: Then Xavier's to be embraced and become good mutants. Oh, they're so they're trying to keep. I
1: got you. That yeah, they're
2: sense. they're sending them to pray the mutant away camp. So that's that's, that's
0: where they what end that up. Is. Yeah, and it's possible that they didn't just didn't know about it because it just yeah, like, missed mean, their radar. And then maybe like after you know Deadpool threw his big scene and was like Colossus, these kids are being abused. Maybe they were going to start looking into it. But it just yeah. caused a big scene that they had to take care of Deadpool first. And, yeah, because
2: it does cause yeah. a scene because Deadpool decides that he's going to
1: have to get well, dirty. Yeah, he puts a bullet through one of the dude's heads.
0: Yeah, he through. finds out that the kid's been abused and immediately is like, Well, I'm murdering these people. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: And then gets stopped because obviously the X Men are there and they're not going to let him just murder people. Um, right.
1: He can't be so judge and jury and executioner. Over.
0: Yeah.
2: To the Forge or whatever they're not calling it. The ice box. <laughs> yeah, they're, I know what it is. I'm just saying they're they're not calling it the Guardian's Jail, Guardian's Jail. Yeah. Um, and they go there and they meet Black Tom Cassidy.
0: Black Tom Cassidy. That was... Who,
2: who was definitely uh, underutilized. Yeah. But I feel like there were a lot of mutants in that whole jail scene. That, that was just... I really wanted to see more of... Uh, Prison bitchin'.
0: yeah. You mm-hmm. wanted to see more prison bitchin'?
2: I would have liked to have seen the mutants a little more uh, mutiny. Like the powers in this movie are very seldomly used. There's there's a low low power showing level. Yeah,
0: I wish we had gotten to see more of the mutant power. I guess it makes sense in the prison why we didn't because they all. Oh well, yeah, collars. they have the collars. They put
2: these collars, and so Wade's superpower then is of course only cancer.
0: Yeah, he's, like, lost all his regenerative yeah. abilities. So he's, like, just dying of cancer in the prison.
1: And that's where he's ready to be, actually. You know, that was, like, yeah, in, no, in an odd way because he wanted to die to begin with.
0: Yeah.
2: But it's just, it's kind of lame. And then, of course, uh, Russell puts a pin in his butt wallet, his prison <laughs> his wallet.
0: prison wallet. He's got a butt pin. He will stab you with it. Yeah,
2: he stashed a shank in his ass. So oh, my God. Booty <laughs> this pin. This uh, kid
0: was ridiculous.
2: He was. But he
0: was 100% over-the-top ridiculous child. But it worked really well with the story.
2: Yeah. No, because Deadpool <laughs> does kind of
1: feel sorry for him.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Right. Well, he does after the fact. Like, like in the beginning, you know, when they... Well, he feels for, sorry for it, but then whenever Deadpool realizes... That now he's got this collar on, and now he's just going to suffer from cancer and and probably just die. You know, he's basically telling the kid like, "Look, you just you don't need to be friends with me. You just need to find find the biggest guy in here and be his friend." You know, and um, he's
0: like, "Cause I'm going to die, and I can't take care of you." If yeah, I'm dead. and
1: Russell and Russell thinks that he's going to pick the biggest guy and freaking make him his bitch you know and so, <laughs> this like
0: 13 14 year old kid
1: <laughs> yeah i'm i'm trying to figure out where the balls came from this kid man because like he's got a very big skew you know skewed reality when it came to him being in prison and him thinking that without powers he's going to go toe to toe with some of these guys and um and so needless to say he gets his ass stomped but then what was funny i did think it was a little bit funny um when they're in the cell again and you know Russell gets freaking jacked in the head like twice or something like that. Yeah. And, um and of course Wade gets busted up, but Russell's talking it up. Like they did Badass. He was like, yeah, cause, cause I was like, this could pat. you know, he was all like happy about it. Even though he's got their asses beat. Yeah. He's got, got a very, very <laughs> weird reality <laughs> going on.
0: He does. That's that kid is a, a look great, but I mean, to be fair, he was probably abandoned by his parents and then sent to a like home where they were torturing him and told them that they were uh, abominations. So anything, any way this child reacts to things, I can't one hundred percent blame him for it.
2: <laughs> and then we got the part of the movie I'm the most ofen- on the fence about. Cable.
3: Cable.
2: We see what happens in the future. Somebody with fire powers comes in and burns down his apartment. Yep. With his wife and child in it, thus the teddy bear.
0: Teddy bear, big which spoiler. was Hope's teddy bear, even if it's not the same Hope. But they named he named his daughter Hope, and uh, I just got really excited about that. It's probably just a nod to those of us who know who Hope right. is, and it's probably not any indication that they're going to use that timeline for anything. But I still really liked it. I still really appreciated it. So uh, that, it was way later in the movie. It was like at the end of the movie when he says her name. But I was really happy about it.
2: But we see him and uh, Deadpool go toe to toe. Of course, he does have this semi Terminator moment where he shows up uh, in a corner cool. or some such.
3: Oh my no, God, with the, the, the two rednecks. Red yeah, they're and
2: talking they're about, he's talking red about red using baby wipes. the best conversation of all time <laughs> about proper way. For a male to 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 clean up after he takes the deuce, and I have to say, my man was giving some real advice right there.
0: Did you know who those two up. were? No, it was Alan Tudyk was the one who was listening. The what, guy was who it? was the guy who was talking was Matt Damon.
2: Oh, was it? That was Matt Damon. Yeah, oh, I, Matt Damon. yeah. First, I knew one was Alan Tudyk because I thought for a minute it was uh, Tucker and Dale.
0: Oh yeah, uh huh.
2: And I was like, wait a minute, is this Tucker and Dale versus the Evil Dead out of here?
0: <laughs> no, but yeah, I did not recognize him during the movie. I had I looked it up later and was like, wait, what?
2: Because <laughs> Brad Pitt flashes for a second. Yeah,
0: you get to see some Brad Pitt. It was so great. But yeah, Matt Pitt. Well, Damon...
2: I, love, I love the export scene, so we'll talk. But uh, yeah, they're having that conversation. It was, oh, it was point right. on. It was point <laughs> on. And uh, yeah, he fights Cable. Who is cable ish, I guess.
0: Yeah, he's I think I think it's funny that they make the jokes about his height. Yeah. But, I mean uh,
2: that, that that wasn't so much the part that I didn't think. He was very cable in the the original sense. You know, in the very Rob Liefeld way. And there was of course the foot joke. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You know uh, and we get shattered starts to I'm just throw that out. I was with his ridiculous headgear. Oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I was wait. I will we'll get off into that because I was way too excited about all that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they have the prison fight, and we see that Cable and Deadpool can kind of go toe to toe with each other
0: after Deadpool I- gets his powers back. Hello, yeah. superpowers!
2: And then we also, I guess, at this point, realize that the I realize I don't know about everyone else that the Juggernaut is in the
1: basement.
0: Oh yeah, I think we realize. See, okay, so I actually that's where the
1: foreshadowing thing came.
0: Yeah, right. when whenever uh, I watched actually a, a video before Deadpool came out, where people were speculating that uh, Juggernaut was going to be in the movie, from different clips of the trailer and uh, certain things pointing out, and also from one of the songs that came out on the soundtrack, that literally had words in it that said "He's a juggernaut, he can't be stopped." Um, so there were some there were some hints there that the juggernaut was going to be in the movie. And, uh, so then once they were like, that's the biggest guy in here. And then he was like foreshadowing. I was like, yep, that's that's definitely the juggernaut in there.
2: I didn't, I didn't hear all that, but I, I saw when he said that and I heard the boom, I was like, my head was like, who could be big? I was like, juggernaut.
0: Juggernaut. It was like, it has
2: to be somebody whose powers you can't take away. Yep. That was, that was what got me. I was like, it can't be anybody that's an actual mutant. Yep. And since they're not going to do in humans, Boom.
0: Juggernaut.
2: Yep. <laughs> uh, but, okay, they get out of the prison then. Uh-huh. Make huh. The break.
0: And uh, Wade falls all the way down to the bottom of a lake.
2: Rock bottom.
0: Rock bottom. Gets another quick trip to Limbo. Then comes back.
2: Which, uh, by FYI, we say Limbo. It's this place in between... Life and death, where he just sees Vanessa. It is not limbo from the comics. Limbo.
0: Yeah, no, it's not. It's not like Belasco and Magic yeah. hanging out.
2: You no, know, Magic <laughs> not chilling with the giant ass sword.
0: <laughs> it's just literally non-comic booky version of of limbo. That it's his um,
2: apartment where Vanessa and him are separated by the wall that represents life and death.
0: Yeah. Um. But it's it's pretty great. We get those little another snippet, and he's like the kid. I have to help the kid out. And he kind of gets his little epiphany, and then he decides to put together a superhero team, and manages yep. to get all the way back home, which I guess is fair because he's can't die. So it's not like he died of exposure. Right.
2: <laughs> Makes it all the way back from wherever the hell they were. Mm-hmm. And he starts putting which,
0: together a team, which before. had to be
2: close because the when they transport him, they're in the city.
0: Yep, that's true. Yeah, they don't so, go very far from this city. <laughs>
2: uh, the city. Yeah, he. This is where is this where he forms X Force.
0: Yeah, X Force.
2: We yeah, get some application process.
1: That was that. I got to admit that was pretty funny when they were kind of going through the resumes, so to speak.
2: So, so who was? Let's see who was in this team. Uh, Terry Crews. Yeah. Terry
0: Crews as Bedlam.
2: Bedlam, he controls the elect electromagnetic field. Yeah. Right.
1: Including um, the one in your, in your including the one in your head, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, that was pretty it's sweet.
1: Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist.
0: AKA uh, Pennywise, because it was just <laughs> Yeah was so <laughs> Some Bill Skarsgard. <laughs> um Vanisher.
1: That Vanisher. was funny. how they had the it was just a blank piece of paper. And they were like, "Is he here? I think he's running late." And they. <laughs> uh,
0: and then we had Domino. Domino. Who yep. looked awesome and
2: and worked out awesome.
0: Yeah, I really yes. liked her a lot. I
2: really liked her too. Uh,
0: and then we had what was
1: the normal dude's name? Peter. Peter. <laughs> and then, then freaking uh, that was so funny because. No um...
0: pinder was like, God damn. It. Yes. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And he
2: also had Rusty, aka Shatterstar Star. Oh yeah, Shatterstar Star.
1: In every way. And then we <laughs> got what was the one that did the vomit thing? What was his name? Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist, yeah, that's right.
0: It's like so you can put your pulse on the on the the world, the the view of the world. He's like, no, I, I spit acid. It's like, oh, okay, of course. <laughs>
2: And then uh whoever Brad Pitt's character was that did He was Vanisher.
3: It. Yeah.
2: Oh, he was Vanisher. Oh yeah, that's right. When he hits the electrical wire. You're right. My bad. So they hire everyone. Except for uh Upender. Upinder. Upinder. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh. Uh, and, and then they go uh, on a jump and it's too windy and they all die.
2: Well, all but Domino and Deadpool. And
0: Deadpool. I guess technically
2: Peter dies, but he yeah. He, he survives the landing because Shatterstar ends up landing in a helicopter and gets chopped up to green bits.
3: Green Although he does bits. lock the hair
2: and the headgear before we see him do mm-hmm. that. I'm more than happy to have that happen. <laughs> and also, I was I was complaining about him. This was my talking in the movie theater. So I was like, oh my God, that guy's such
1: a dig out. They kill him. And then he landed, and I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then prior to them jumping out, um, what's his name uh what's the guy that runs the bar what's his name weasel he gets captured by uh cable and cable's interrogating him and he's talking about how he's gonna you know bend stuff that's not supposed to be bent and everything like that and um he's just uh, like
0: nope don't you don't have to and do it's that like, I'll tell you right
1: now i'm not even gonna get to number two he goes i'm not even gonna get to number one he mm-hmm. goes i'm gonna tell you everything except for where they are and then he goes pr- proceed to tell them exactly where they are. And then <laughs> and then he calls it up with, there is a wind advisory. <laughs> <And> yeah. Then...
0: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. Um...
2: And we see Domino's power, and I have to say, was a little bit worried about how that was going to work out.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: I think that's one of the best powers uh, on the big screen now.
0: Yeah. I think so. I think she was fantastic. And just the whole, the way they did the the whole, and it's like, it's not very cinematic, but it was like so amazingly cinematic all yeah. just to showcase how her mutant power works. And they did a really good job of that. And that just, she's likable and her power is cool and it just works really well in a movie sense. So, it's just yeah. luck.
2: and Every time something happens, she just gets lucky
1: and it, yep. they, they show that and it, Man, like
3: well,
1: in that panda bear, yeah. What? The way they did that, everything it fl- it just flowed. It wasn't yeah. it it nope. it it was all pieced together very nicely. So so putting that together and and having it to where, not only did did all of that luck flow, but her she flowed too. Like yeah. as an individual, because yeah. like she's a legit fighter, and so everything that happened, she was flowing with it too. I I was really impressed as well. With, yeah. because never she because because that was the whole thing in the interview you know between her and deadpool he's like well you know Lux, not really uh you know uh a mutant quality or whatever a superhero and she goes yes it is and he's like no no it's not not really and she's like yes it is and they were just back and forth the whole time and then deadpool gets lost on like oh i, I forgot where i was <laughs> yeah. you know and, <laughs> and all that and so um and then you know at the end, ultimately, he he acknowledges it, you know. But no, I thought that was great with the way uh, with the way they did her and, and her fighting and everything like that. Because I was a little bit curious about that too.
3: Yeah, you know? uh, when
2: when she lands on the train thing, the convoy. Yeah, he's tell he's still talking shit about how it's not a power, and how she needs to wait for him, and he'll be there in a minute, and she's it's, like, she's I'm like, already. I'm in.
0: <laughs> he's like, I'm already in. <laughs> the uh i just love cuz she's not it's not only just like her power cuz like she's obviously really good at like mercenary stuff like she's definitely trained yes. her her body she's she's fit she's got the moves she she knows what to do and also like she's also smart like she she doesn't just depend on all of her luck all the time like she right. saw she saw juggernaut and was immediately like nope and just left yeah <laughs> I thought that was great that she just noped right out of there.
1: (laughs) And and this was the one thing that I thought was kind of curious too, because it's like, even though she was having that argument with um, Deadpool about how luck is a superpower and blah, 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 blah. blah, When like the brakes, for instance, got cut on the, uh, on the truck, on the, on the, on the convoy, Mm -hmm. she was like, genuinely concerned she didn't have yeah. that attitude of like wow oh, i'm the luckiest person that you know ever you know this is gonna be just fine like, she, was, she was <laughs> yeah she's like oh you know she's like we've got a problem <laughs> you know and so she just didn't play it on and i, I like that too you know so I, I like how she had that concern even though she is this lucky person she still has that concern that something could still go wrong yeah and i have to admit i was really impressed
2: One of my favorite fight scenes is the fight between her and cable
0: yeah yeah, the, the she's not on the convoy.
2: Yeah, because she, she's all luck. And she leaves the will and she's like, well. And then she goes and fights him and she holds her own. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I thought that was really cool. I just, yeah, great character. Lots of great moments with this character. And, oh, man, 100% love it.
2: And anyway, they end up crashing, of course.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: that's when Juggernaut shows up. And he tells Wade he's going to rip him in half. Oh, that's
0: such a juggernaut thing to say! (laughs) I just love how he's like oogling over him. I think it's so funny. I just thought
2: he actually ripped him in half after he told him he was. Yep. Yeah, because Russell chooses the juggernaut
1: over him, and yep. Well, and, and to be fair to Russell, you know, Wade dipped out. You know, Deadpool dipped out. And so and when Cable and Deadpool were fighting after after Deadpool got the collar released, um, he's telling Cable, I don't care anything about that kid. What are you talking about? And that and Russell overhears that. Yeah. And so here Russell oh. Russell thought he was gonna get a friend in in Wade and everything. And even though Wade was trying to push him away, um Wade's telling Cable that, right? You know, and so he hears that. So that's when he's like, you know, I got to make a friend. And so so he did what he did, what Deadpool told him, make a friend with the biggest guy in there. And that was Juggernaut.
0: I can see that. But also, I I kind of had hoped that Russell would have been like, it's, I mean, I guess he's, you know, he's a kid. He's kind of dumb. But, um, you know, the whole reason why Deadpool was there was obviously to try and save him. Because like, why else would Deadpool have been there?
2: The other thing that we haven't mentioned yet was that the reason Cable came back was that uh, Firefist does kill his family in the future. That's, oh, Russell yeah. kills his family. So he is yeah. trying to kill Russell, and Deadpool's trying to protect him because and he thinks didn't he mention that, that kid. He was trying to kill he Russell. He can redeem himself. Yeah. So yeah. just FYI. Um but that, Yeah. yeah. And, and we get um, all of
0: that in the next scene when it's Baby Legs McGee...
2: Yeah, which, again, way too long of a joke. It was funny. Yeah, I agree. That was
1: way, way, way too long. It was
0: playing off of the, the, that's the thing, too. It was playing off of the joke from the first one where he lost his arm. And that already was kind of like, eh, because it was the same joke. It's just told a little differently. Um, And then it just lasted for so long. And everybody kept talking about it. And then we yeah, saw his baby this, this penis. And you're just I, like, why was that necessary?
2: <laughs> that was the point where I was like, TJ Miller doesn't need to be in this movie anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't think he should, His torture scene with Cable was good.
3: Uh-huh. And he
2: had like one bar scene, the first bar scene where he talks to Wade was good. And I was like, that's as much as he needed to be in this movie. He did not need to be in the movie more than Negasonic Teenage Warhead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I, mean, I would definitely agree with that. Um, him and
2: Al could have... Al could have been in it more... And he could have been in it less, and I would have been happy. There's yeah. no combination of other characters and him less that I wouldn't have took.
0: Yeah, uh, the 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 joke though, th- I really enjoyed the uh, group joke about the. I have a proposition for you. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, yeah, it it didn't go on too long, and it wasn't a callback to a joke from the first movie, so no. I felt like that should have been more of the joke and less of the baby legs. Yeah. in that scene but um yeah in that scene we learn that um cable's after russell because russell he's from the future russell killed his family um and he came back in time to before he's gonna kill for real just to kill him um and take him out before any of that happens um deadpool's like that's bullshit he hasn't done any of that yet we can still change him and so they may, he makes an agreement with him that he gets 30 seconds to try and change this kid's soul um, and save him. So, you know, it's not much, but, you know, it's That's nothing to agree upon.
2: And yeah. so then they, they, they roll out.
0: They of roll course, out. They did,
2: we get the X-Force, which is totally the Wakanda forever, but whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. Um, But then they try to go back because they're like, we need more help. There's the juggernaut now, so they go back to try to get the X Men, and he does like the cute little like don't I say was...
2: anything. Yeah, you it was X from Say Anything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was pretty cute.
2: No, that was that was that was one of the good jokes. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like I'm so sorry. He's holding up his cell phone that has a boombox case on it, so it looks like a boombox. I, I I thought that was great.
1: <laughs> right. Right, and again, there was the interaction with Yuki and Deadpool, yeah. and and she's just got that
3: hi, you know, hi. every
1: single time, you know. Hi Wade. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hi uh... Yuki.
0: <laughs> Super cute.
1: Yeah, I know because
2: he's honestly, I think he's honestly being nicer, but I think yeah. he also enjoy. I think he he's being nicer, but he also enjoys that it pisses off. Exactly. To yep. You. It's exactly. It's not, it. He's not doing it just to be annoying. He's doing it to be honestly nice, and the, it's a bonus that it's annoying to her. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I win. Absolutely.
0: Definitely. There's like this funny, like, uh, like weird, embarrassing uncle thing going on between them, and I, I really, I, I think it's funny.
2: Right. But then we get the the fight.
0: The the juggernaut fight, but yeah. he doesn't have a he doesn't have a a British accent.
2: Thank God the cane does not have. <laughs>
0: They, 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 You get to hear the banter, though, between Russell and, and Juggernaut about the fact that Xavier's his brother. Yeah, uh, right. Which was great. Um, I,
2: I love that one because he's like, so you wear that because your brother's always trying to read your thoughts? He's like, yeah, but he's in a wheelchair, so it's even.
0: <laughs> yep, pretty much. Uh, He's about to break down this orphanage and, like, murder everyone in it. But then they show up, the Deadpool and friends. Without the X-Men, because they'll show up later.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. And, uh, of course, you know, Deadpool Deadpools and gets uh, another purgatory scene or whatever, limbo scene, because the Juggernaut is the Juggernaut.
0: Yep. (laughs) And he gets juggernauted.
2: He doesn't get ripped in half this time. He just gets slammed onto a metal spike and it goes through his brain.
0: Goes right through his brain. It was pretty like, ooh. It was a very, like, owl moment. It was
2: a very squishy moment. Yeah. Right. It was like, right. oof.
0: Right. Like, all the audience, you could just feel them all tense up in their seats. It was very like, ooh. <laughs> uh, and then Colossus shows up and there's this really doofy moment between the two of them where he's like you came for me and he's like like rubbing his face he's cradling
1: him like a baby yeah. and so Deadpool's like
0: rubbing his face and like his chest and it's like this super hilarious like intimate moment between the two of them and then he rips the pike out of his head and he's like oh (laughs) and then they start fighting the juggernaut all together and they're like oh you got to fight dirty, Colossus.
2: I, I I liked Colossus fighting with him. Yeah. I thought that was probably a really, really cool thing. that should have happened somewhere before, but hey.
0: Yeah, it's like a big CGI fight coming up.
2: But it was worth
3: it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no. I, I,
2: you know what? There's a line, actually, that's hilarious to me. I don't know if you guys thought it was funny. Right before Deadpool gets slammed on the spike... He jumps on Juggernaut and stabs his swords on either side of his helmet and tries Mm -hmm. to turn off. And he goes, sun's getting real low, big
3: guy.
0: Oh, my God, yes. Sun's getting real low. Oh, I lost it. I thought that was so funny. Oh, man. Yes, yes, I agree. That moment was great.
2: And I thought it was funny because it's one of the few moments that I think in this film that he was actually allowed to take a shot at Marvel. Uh Uh-huh. Because most of his shots are like, are you sure? He's like, when he tells Cable, you're so dark and brooding. Are you sure you're not from the DC universe?
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then he, of course, you know, all the pot shots at the Logan and the and, but, and the X-Men, but never really crosses over into like one the to stick to yeah. at, at the MCU. And then yeah. they did right there. And I was like, oh, that was the perfect one. To stick.
0: And it, yeah, it was so good, too. It was like, it wasn't like weird or overdone. It was perfect for what was going on i just loved that line so much
2: yeah and that's But anyway they they get back to fighting and whoo uh cable or not cable colossus and the juggernaut that fight was just it's brutal it's funny it's great i don't care the CGI.
0: the the uh, speaking of weird like uh jokes like that um there was one back whenever they were discussing uh they were discussing uh, Do- Domino's powers, where he says uh, something along the lines of, like, man, who came up with that power? Probably somebody who can't draw feet. Or he's like going off on like the comic book creator of whoever did Domino.
2: Yeah, he's the guy that did Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, is and he? Yeah, sorry, it's the same guy. <laughs> oh, Rob okay. Lightfield Rob, Rob, Rob has a long history. Uh, when I say long history, we're talking 20 some odd years of uh-huh. being judged on his inability to draw in proportion. Or to draw feet at all? He's out of drawing feet so many times, like that's it's great. a running gap. Get- so that was a nod to like comic book fans.
0: Yeah. See, that's something I I knew it had to have been something about the comic book creator, but I didn't know exactly what it was. So it was great to I figured you might know, yeah, uh, Desmond, about what that that one was about. So that's pretty great too.
2: Yeah. Rob Lightfield's biggest uh, judgment is his Captain America having like the hugest chest in the world, and. Uh, <laughs> Women's waist bending and being inflexible, looking like giraffes, and yeah, his inability just generally to draw feet. And also, he's known for pouches. He's the reason Cable and Deadpool have so many pouches. It's a fanny pack. No. Yeah, it's a fanny <laughs> <have> pack. <laughs> calm down. I have to retrieve something from my tackle bag.
0: Okay. Oh wow, well, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at some of his artwork now, and I'm I I can see I can see I, it I think I
2: posted it before when we had our website before redirect. <gasps> And it was a. It's there's a great article that breaks down like fifty of his worst images and why.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm seeing the Captain America one, and I definitely have seen that before. The one I used, the huge... the, I used to have a
2: foil cover of that. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. Yep. Okay. I see what's going but, on here.
2: But he is a great artist. I mean, he's a great storyteller. It's nothing. It's just you know everyone has something that they nitpick about, and that's yeah, that's his thing. He's, he's not the great? I mean, he's not. No one is the perfect yeah, artist.
0: Looking at like looking at yeah, this Kirby other was, artwork
2: it wasn't yeah. Ida wasn't mundo's not phil noto shout out phil is not like he, he's got some to...
0: really good stuff so it's definitely oh yeah
2: yeah no 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 he does he does great i mean and, and he created a lot of these characters too
3: so yeah
0: so hats off to you mr mr leefield we are not gonna hate on your weird suit uh captain america chest Because she did some uh, great stuff.
2: But it didn't make me laugh that like Domino's fight in this thing.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
2: And the orphanage was just hilarious because her power of luck was just everywhere.
0: Just fantastic. Oh my goodness. And brutal. Like some of those deaths in there were nasty.
2: Yeah. And the thing is she's not doing it. She's just letting
0: Letting it it happen. happen. (laughs) She's just there. And it's just happening around her. And she's doing a few little things, but yeah.
2: I do like uh, Cable's line when he's like, oh, my God. He even runs like a fucking pedophile.
0: (laughs)
3: Like, we... Yeah. uh, Whatever
2: whatever he says, he's like, he even runs... I was like, oh.
0: Oh, man. This is what friends do. We kill pedophiles together.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I thought thought it was really interesting. And then, of course, the battle with the juggernaut ends in a very interesting way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) With him getting a... Cable shoved up his butt and then thrown into a pool.
2: And electrocuted by... Because this is the only time that we get to see mutant powers in this film that, yeah. aren't, uh, that aren't luck. Let me put it that way.
0: We get to see uh, Yukiko using her... And now I think she's she's not... I think she's an original character for this movie. I don't think she... She
2: might be based on somebody and she might be someone from one of Leithfield's... I'll be honest. That, 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 that character seems pretty generic. And she like, reminds
0: me a bit of Surge, because Surge has the like, electrical powers, and
3: she's Japanese. Like Surge
2: meets Psylocke, that's what I was yeah. thinking. She's like an electrical Psylocke, that's pretty yeah. much the way to put it. Like, she makes these electrical constructs, it looks like, but mm-hmm. weapons, nothing like huge suits of armor or anything.
3: Yeah.
0: Just like so, throws... yes, yeah, we get to see her, like, hook his feet and then electrocute yeah. him. And then Cable throws the electric wire up. Oh, not Cable. Uh, Colossus throws the, the electric wire up his ass. And yep. then they Negasonic Teenage Warhead blasts him into the pool where he gets electrocuted. And uh, temporarily uh, subdued.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it is the juggernaut. So the bands of uh, the Crimson Bands can only be stopped so long. Yep. I don't. I I thought it was really interesting. I liked that the teddy bear came back uh, whole, so that he knew what was up. Uh, Of course, Deadpool
0: dies. Oh yeah, we should. So basically, he's like, "You got your thirty seconds to try and change this kid's mind." Uh, Deadpool's like, "I want you know, you, you don't don't kill. If you kill him, you're gonna prove him right that you are the monster that he's saying you are." And the kid's like, "I just can't trust you." And so then Deadpool puts the uh the inhibitor necklace back on, the collar back on so that his powers won't work to kind of I guess prove to the kid that he's serious. And he he's about to walk up there and the kid's like I just can't trust you and is about to like uh blast him and then like Cable jumps over and grabs his gun that fell and then Deadpool sees him going for it so he's like no and he jumps and he jumps in front of the kid and gets shot by, um, by uh, Cable. And uh, the kid's like, oh, you sacrificed yourself for me. I didn't, like, and so it kind of, like, makes the kid realize that Deadpool does care about him. Um, and, you know, maybe open up some trust there and some love. And then we see that the teddy bear is all well, which means that in the future, his family's okay.
2: And then wrong. Deadpool dies for the longest time ever. For the
0: longest time. So here's the thing. Here's the your heart is in the wrong place thing. That uh, that, and it's something that that Trent said. while we were sitting here watching the movie, and because he, he's not dying, he's like sitting there like any day now I'm gonna die. All right, and he think we think he dies. He comes back and he's like, nope, I guess I'm not dead yet. And so uh, Trent was like, oh, his heart's in the wrong place. Like physically, thought that his heart was somewhere else. Mm. Like, literally, his heart was in the wrong place. Like, it grew back weird after something happened. Um sure. So, uh, but that ended up not being it. But I was like, that would have been so cool if, like, it had just... Anything just had been literally
2: would have been awesome. Yeah,
0: it would have been literally, like, your heart was in the wrong place. Like, that's why you didn't die when you got shot. But that's not how it was. He finally does die. He goes down to uh, where Vanessa is and actually gets to cross over... And uh, gets to be with her for a a brief moment.
2: Because fucking Cable.
0: Cable's like, damn it. And then goes back in time just enough. I guess it's, I don't know. He has like uh, the ability to go all the way back in the future. But he chooses. He he has
2: his time traveling thing. But he only has the two charges. One to get him here and one to get him back. Right. Right. So he's used one to get here. And he uses the one that's supposed to get him back. They go back to the beginning of the fight.
0: And he puts his like token. So Deadpool, uh before they all before Vanessa died, he gave her this uh skee ball token as a reminder of their first date, and she thought it was great. Um, but then so he's been carrying it around with him everywhere, and then Cable takes it during the prison scene to remember him by.
2: Remember you by. And
0: he's like, That's mine. And then, uh, so he puts... Give me back
2: my Walkman. I mean, token.
0: I mean, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so he he puts it in his... Uh, he, like, kind of pats his chest. He's like, oh, well. But he uh, he puts the token where, the, where he gets shot. So it stops the bullet. Right. Um, and, yeah, but he's I, like...
3: I, yeah.
2: Sorry. I was going to say, I really like that just because... It shows that Cable, like when he goes, you're a soldier in the future or whatever, he goes something like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It really shows that Cable is used to sliding time because he changes the future in the smallest possible way he can. He takes something that he took from the past, from Wade, gives it back to Wade, therefore not really changing, changing as least as he can, and also only putting it in the one spot where he knows he's going to get shot. They're saving him. But letting all the other events unfold as they would have, yep, exactly.
0: Um, so yeah, so we, Deadpool doesn't get doesn't actually get shot. The kid still thinks that he still realizes that he sacrificed himself for him. So, uh, still still has that same um that same reaction. Uh, Cable's like, well, I can't go back home, but uh, at least I can. No, my family is safe and like whenever he puts the token back in puts the token in his chest that's when he mentions that the teddy bear is hope's teddy bear i was like ah
1: yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah
3: but
0: yeah so deadpool's fine he's alive um and then they've got their whole family family together um they do kill the pedophile Dopinder does
3: yeah and, I and that it. was the
1: thing—is that for
0: thirty seconds? It was yeah, so I heard you coming for thirty <laughs> seconds. I couldn't keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. He's sitting there like, "No, we can't kill him. We're better than that. We're better than them." And the whole time, he's like, just waiting because he hears Dopinder coming anyway, and is gonna, totally gonna run this guy over. So he's like, "No, we're not gonna kill him." <laughs> and then, splat. Yeah. There's this whole like so I guess we didn't really touch on the Dopinder stuff. There's this whole weird like relationship between the two of them where he mentions that he's like Kirsten Dunst in an Interview with a Vampire, and Deadpool's his Tom Cruise who gives him his first drink of blood, and it's just like really weird. But I don't know, it's it's an it's an interesting little relationship there.
1: Well, I yeah, Dopinder sure. wants to be he wants to be part of that assassination club. You know, the, those assassins or those mercs or whatever they are in um and in weasel's bar you know and so he actually starts doing the shit work and basically becomes weasel's bitch because Mm -hmm. weasel's like well you you know you got to learn how to mop before you can you know learn how to shoot people and he's like well i don't understand you know the concept here well there's a handle on the broom there's a handle on a gun you know or whatever it was that he says you know so he's he's basically getting a you know, a free you know janitor, busboy, whatever out of it because Dope Ender thinks that he's going to do some t- do his time and then become this awesome, you know, superhero. But what's funny is that you know, leading into that battle, um, Dope Ender keeps runs up like right before that whole deal where you know where Cable goes back in time and puts the coin in his chest, and um, he comes in. He goes and I got. He goes and and I've got a whole lot of courage or something like that. And he comes running up, and then um, when he finds out. That it's the juggernaut. He he just bounces.
2: My hands and my body are so soft. Yeah, I
1: think maybe I wait in the car. He's like, like, yeah, yeah."
0: wait in the car. (laughs) I'm gonna shove that one up that one's ass. He's like, now I'm gonna shove
2: the red one up the old one. I was like, I think he means it too. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh man, juggernaut was great too. I, I really enjoyed that little bit it's it's just it worked out really well i think as a like not really true villain because cable was still kind of a villain for most of the movie um right. or at least an antagonist but like so i guess with cable as the antagonist but then uh juggernaut as the true villain of the film it worked out really well i think
2: it was i was fine with it i mean it didn't really need a big bad villain it was more of a character piece about right deadpool uh, mm-hmm. Now, the after credits or the stinger or oh whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Right. Where, uh, apparently, Yukio can uh, fix time travel mas- machines. I don't understand. Yeah, well, it's it was... electronic whiz.
0: Well, wasn't it uh, Negasonic who's working yeah, on it? Yeah, I was going
2: to say, well, both of them were. Yeah. Were working on it she together? It.
0: Yeah.
2: I know Negasonic finished it, so I'm like, well. And she's like, are you sure it's a good idea? But apparently they did because they gave it to him, and then he goes back in time, and he saves and all And she's of- like,
0: what have I done?
2: <laughs> He's like, Peter, Peter, just go home. Just go home.
0: And he saves Vanessa.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's he- the thing. I wonder how much of this is, like, fourth wall didn't happen and how much of it, like, is canon. Like, did he actually save Vanessa? Is she going to be alive in the next one? Um, the yeah, it's like, with Deadpool, uh, you don't Brian know what's Reynolds. happening. So... He kills Ryan Reynolds before he can make the Green Lantern movie. Right, <laughs> and he shoots himself as well in the uh, Wolverine movie. Right, that was that was so. I loved that bit with the with him shooting uh, the Deadpool. himself as the old Deadpool. I just thought that was great, and the way they edited it with uh, the young Logan, yeah, making it look like he's looking at him, like what. <laughs> But I, I really like, like that.
2: He's like, Wade. is that you? I guess Striker finally found a way to shut you up, and he's just like, <sighs> never, don't mind me.
0: Just clean up the timelines.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was a really good idea, because here's the thing I didn't realize that uh, what Fox has, and that, well, I guess now what Marvel has, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, that's the way to clean up the timeline. They're like, what? What happened? They all get brought together. Everyone says it's going to be Thanos or whatever. I would love for it to be like the cable and uh, Deadpool fucked up the timelines and brought everyone together. That's why they're one universe. They're like, why? Because some jackass got his hands on the time travel device.
3: Right.
0: Oh, man.
2: And now we're all here.
0: (laughs) And Doctor Strange is like, what the hell, man?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Because I just want to see Doctor Strange have to explain to Deadpool what's going on.
0: Yeah. That'd be great, oh man! But first, they have to all come back after Infinity War, which they
1: will. I mean,
0: yeah.
1: So, do we think there's going to be a Deadpool three? Do you guys feel a Deadpool three out of this? I do have
2: seen the box office numbers.
0: Oh yeah, like that's the only thing that I would say might not happen is like if Disney gets it and decides they don't want to continue. But like after those box office numbers and after how much people really like it. I don't think even if Disney didn't really didn't want to do it, I still think they're going to do it. So what did it
1: do? It, I didn't see what it did. What did it do in the box office in relation to like Avengers? It beat Avengers. It did. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, and it's the second highest R rating opening. Um, the only one that beat it is Deadpool One. Right.
3: <laughs> wow.
2: But it was well, like a yeah. twenty-five million dollars. I think
0: those those early reviews we heard about it possibly being terrible were totally not legit.
1: Yeah, not I, don't, I didn't happen. really carry a lot of that didn't carry a lot of weight for me, you know. Hearing that anyway, because you know yeah. I don't know if that's a test audience or or what that is. That's that's watching that and and throwing that stuff out there. I have no idea, you know. So I learned a long time ago, like with Siskel and Ebert, like. I don't give a shit what they say, you know, half the, yeah probably 90% of what they hate. I liked, so, you know, I don't, I don't care. know.
2: I, I, I still stand by my earlier judgments being right, just not as right as I thought they would be, which is it does have a lot of uh shades of Deadpool to it, where it's like well, they rehashed a lot of the first one to make it work, right. which is fine. I mean, we all I, love the first one. But I felt the same way about Guardians, where it's like, oh, great. I hope you love it, because we're just going to give you more of it. And it does work. I mean, Guardians is a testament. It does work. However, there's also the possibility that you end up with the Matrix trilogy. Just because people like it the first time doesn't mean you need more to just rehash it and bring it back and be like, remember this part? I think they
0: did a good job of not overdoing that and doing... um... Yeah, maybe maybe doing it a little bit, and there might have been a few things I would have changed to do that a little less. But overall, I think they did a great job and didn't overdo it. And I really yeah no,
2: no. I think if the third one if the third one happens and it can
1: be a little bit more original, it's perfect. Now, did you see some of the marketing going into this where they took um, a lot of old movies and redid the covers on Blu-ray and put them in Walmart? my oh,
0: opinion.
1: yeah.
2: Did I post it on our Twitter or my Twitter? But I posted it. Uh, yes, I did see that. It was hilarious. It was wonderful.
1: Yeah. The one I thought was the most funny um, was the Logan one with the baby hand. The Deadpool <laughs> baby hand. Yeah. I thought that was hilarious.
2: I thought oh, I thought they just did. The, the marketing team behind Deadpool is just top notch. Yeah, yeah.
0: Really smart. But, yeah, good job, guys, with this movie. I, I give it, like, two thumbs up.
3: Oh yeah, man. Super like, great.
0: They, I want to see it again, get... but MoviePass changed their rules so I can't use it on Ronnie? it a second time. So bad. I might still maybe get a matinee and watch it anyway cuz I, I I really enjoyed it and I want to watch it again. But yeah, the the Vanisher being Brad Pitt, I thought was hilarious. Like I saw it for a split second I was like, "Is that Was that Brad Pitt?" Yeah. And then like I watched for it in the train in the in the credits and was like, "Ah, it was." <laughs> It is so fast.
2: Yeah. Oh, I was pretty sure when he when he shot up cuz he had the same hair that he had in uh, Burn After Reading. Which no Oh yeah,
3: did. uh-huh. So,
2: it was like lucky for me. I'm a Coen brothers fan, so I I own it on DVD. <laughs> I knew that haircut anywhere. It's like, oh, it's prepping.
0: I Pink. I was really
2: happy to see Shatterstar get what he deserved, so.
0: <laughs> You're like yeah. <laughs> yeah, Trent asked me. He was like, "Do people do people not like Shatterstar because I got that that vibe from um, what and happened we're... around the movie and I was like yeah nobody likes him.
1: <laughs> no, so <but> this <laughs> is my question. This is my question when when uh Deadpool goes back in time, you know, and he saves Peter, he tells Peter, was his name Peter, right? Yes. He tells yeah. Peter run away, you know, just go away, go home, whatever. Does he save the other ones because it doesn't it doesn't ever show that. Does it show that that he he saves anybody else other than Peter? So does he yep. just go back and save Peter? I think and let just everybody just saves, else die.
0: Yeah, I, I think he just saves Peter. I think
1: he saves Peter. Okay. <laughs> that's what I gathered because it was it was at that point when Peter lands, and you know, he's gonna go run and help uh Zyke Zy- Zy- Zeitgeist. Zy- 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 T- Zy- in the in the tree shredder. And um that's when he's like, No, just just go away. Just go home. And he's so like, I, Yeah, that last part was pretty scary. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm all for it. it. was
2: It was a good, it was a good, enjoyable film. There was nothing yeah. wrong with this film in, in on an enjoyable level. If, you, if you're a big movie nerd or you have a podcast about nerdy shit like we do, then yes, you will find errors with it. But it is not flawed in a major
1: way. Yeah.
3: No, and it's and even. I
1: and back to when we were talking about it originally on you know what could happen next after this movie came out. And I think we're all in agreement, kind of like with Guardians. If it, it might not do as good as the first one, but as long as it does up to a certain level as good, then it's it's going to be a win. And I think it I think it met that expectation, you know, with no problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it was a. will be a Deadpool three, right?
0: Yeah, it was great. I, I'm I'm really happy with it. I'm excited for the next comic book movie, which should be Ant-Man and the Wasp.
2: Right. Oh, when is that?
0: Uh, it is... June... Yeah, June 25th, I think. Let me... let me.
2: I know Maybe Solo it... comes out next week, so I'm...
0: Yeah, first yeah. it's... Uh... Uh, about that. Solo's next, and then it's... I mean, Solo's not a comic book, but that's okay. July 6th is when it comes out, so July...
2: No, I'm just saying movies I I have to watch for this podcast because, like, I'll be honest, uh, Disney, you're trying real hard to make me not want to watch all the Star Wars films.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I am so... I feel so eh about Solo. The only reason I want to see it is because of Danny Glover, so I'm like, meh.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see it because, you know, I want to see what it's going to do, but I have a feeling that I, I hope I hope I don't have a huge amount of disappointment in it, you know, to the point... The, the reason why I had disappointment, as we talked many, many times with episode eight, was because of how they set up episode seven. And I felt like there was a lot of just, like, laziness and just, you know, all that shit. But this is basically taking, you know... We, there's no previous movie other than than, like, the... You know, what we actually just know about Han Solo. So I'm just curious you know i just hope i don't walk away from it hating it to the point where i just absolutely don't want to see another uh another spin-off or another standalone story from you know star wars you know i'm gonna see episode nine no matter what because that's gonna round off the trilogy of trilogies as i refer to it um but i just hope it doesn't leave that taste in my mouth where it's just kind of like ah, eh, i really don't have i think solo is
2: really that film for me bro yeah, like, I'm, I'm a, that's what I'm afraid of. Solo is really going to be the make or break. It like whether or not I need these ancillary tales, because i have read all the books. I mean, not all the books, but I've got. I mean, I've got a stack of dozen on the same table with my microphone that I've read, and I'm like, yeah, they killed off that. They killed off the EC, the EU. So, um, yeah, okay.
3: <laughs> I, I hope
2: I hope it was worth it. I'm going to find out. Ne- I'm going to find out next week, and if it's not, I'm just going to be super sad and bummed that. I, I don't think Star Wars has a future. Yeah.
0: No, no. And well, that's, we shall see, though. Yeah,
3: yep. yeah. So we're I'm gonna. Find we're gonna, out, we're gonna
0: be... I'm
2: finding I was wrong about Deadpool, so I can be wrong about that too. Yeah. Yeah. And it does have Donald Glover. You're right, and which I can never hate Donald. Trump. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: That's yeah. like ninety percent of the only, the reason why I'm probably gonna see it. Why I'm
2: seeing. Oh, dude! Do. You don't know, tell me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we Charles we should be talking about him. that next time. Then I'm I'm will, assuming. We will, we will. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, so we're going to have to... We'll, we'll come up with our final nerd fight eventually. And they will have to
2: read my choice of comic.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. Um, Rat Queens. I downloaded that and started looking at it a little bit. Um, oh, did you try. pick? Yeah, it's Rat Queens.
0: That's Rat little, Queens. It's no, Rat oh. Queens. Did I miss it? I must have missed it.
2: Also, I'll go I recently, back and find it. It was really tough. I was going to choose that or Winter World, and I thought Winter World was probably a little too... Esoteric. So I thought you guys would get a kick out of Rat
1: Queen, so I picked Rack cool. Queen. Yeah, awesome. I downloaded it and um the file that you attached and I scrolled through it just a little bit just on the preliminary stuff to kind of check out some of the artwork <laughs> and everything. And then um I also Googled and and read a brief on kind of what it's about and everything. And it did sound interesting, you know, the brief that I read about it. So I am a I am excited to read it. Uh because Rose it will does, dig it. Yeah, it does sound like it's gonna be um pretty decent. I'm so. down.
0: About rats and queens. I'm down.
1: It's not about rats. But...
2: <laughs> Hood rats. But
0: next week, yeah, next week's totally going to be solo. Wow. Solo.
2: And then solo. finally, me and Rose are going to have to fight. So, yep, fight. stay tuned. We, we've we been your hosts. You've been yeah.
0: awesome.
2: See you next time.
1: Yep, yep. Bye. I'll see you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Tastic Podcast. And as always, a shout out to the Nerd Podcast Mafia.
2: Hey, this is Steve from Dinner and Podcast. This is your boy Joey from the So Wizard Podcast.
1: Speeding now with Cole 45. This
2: is John from Superheroes Speak. And you're listening to the Nerd. You are listening.
1: You listen to the
3: Nerd Podcast Mafia. Entertainment. Your ears. Your ears. Your ears. Your ears, your ears can't refuse.